Searching for is not a panel of professionals. We're just a few dudes having a conversation about our mental well-being. If you are listening to us for recommended treatment, please seek out a professional or a group of professionals. If you are listening to us for our stories and opinions, then enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome back to the Searching For Podcast. Uh, this is, I guess, technically episode one, as I've been dutifully corrected. Hello. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Hello, lovely people. Turns out I don't understand what the word syndication means. So. Me too, actually. Actually, you know what? Come to think of it. You don't either. Me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, welcome back. Thanks for thanks for tuning in for a second time. Uh, I'm John, and I'm, I'm, I'm here with my, my best friends in the whole wide city of Mesa. Wow. <laughs> really branching out there. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. We're, we're here to talk at you some it's more. It's tough up here at the top. <laughs> uh, I'm Matt, as you remember. Uh, I've been told that you have a very distinct voice, by the way. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you have a very distinct I voice. I believe that. I think my mom said that. This is going to oh. do wonders for my ego. <laughs> Hey, uh, you could use an ego boost after the fucking week you've had. Who are you? Truth. Uh, who am I? That is a great yeah, question. I, yeah. I don't actually know your name yet. I, I thought we were best friends. <laughs> <laughs> Just in Mesa, apparently. Oh, Just yeah. in Mesa. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, hi, John. My name is Shay. <laughs> <laughs> nice to um, meet you. Most, hopefully, the people that listened last week know who I am. I, w- I would hope so. But, uh, because well, yeah. you, you did the intro last week. so I did. I would hope they know. Yeah. Hey, listeners at home, please give our boy John a round of applause for doing the intro for us. Hey. Just clap. clap Just back. clap Woo. right now. Wherever you super are. Super uncomfortable doing Just it, give us some claps. Doesn't but matter how, how late it is. Yep. If it's loud, just nope. be like. Just give us some that's claps show there you that. go that's gonna yeah that's gotta go in all yeah. right all right cool also um just while you're listening on three everybody just uh woo! okay ready? okay uh, so like one. you two you two listener <laughs> all right one two three woo! Perfect. thank you thank you that guys happened. all right uh, okay think about it <laughs> i love it thousands of people just wooed all across the world. I think you're. I think you added a few zeros in there that. Yeah, aren't it's more like three <laughs> people <laughs> just wooed. In the living room, tens of them. Tens of them. Tens of people. Yes. Ah, oh, sick. Well, if you if you have made it this far and you decided to tune back in for another episode, thanks so much. We super appreciate it. Yeah. And we hope you guys are liking it so far. You the yeah. realist. So, how's how's everybody's week been? Let's just start off with that. Matt, would you like to yeah, like to say something? Because you, you have the biggest, I'll go um, biggest input here. I mean, aside from like not to get too much into it, but just work's been really hard. Um, there's been a lot of like dynamic change, and um, we're just picking up in business and stuff. So that always kind of affects my mood at the end of the day. Um, so I come home and I'm like frustrated or irritable about something. So you know. Um, after a particularly hard week at work, um, trying out some new stuff, which is always scary for me whenever we're trying like new things, yeah. unproven, you know, unproven stuff. Um, after all that, I come home, we're hanging out, playing video games, and uh, all of a sudden my ceiling just starts taking a piss on me. 
Literally. Literally. And, uh, you know, it's just dripping from the ceiling. We look up, and uh, then I look at the clock, and I realize it's 1 a.m. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, it, it was just the cap to a very strange and frustrating week. Uh, my computer died. Uh, the hard drive just shit the bed. Very so. suddenly and out of nowhere. Yeah, no just... no warning, no, no grinding sounds, just hit power button, and it's like, nope. <laughs> Not today. Like, Try oh. again, please. Yeah. It was the plot twist. That was actually the start of the robot uprising where it chooses not to do it's what funny. it wanted to do. If that's the truth, then I'm really glad that I always say please and thank you to Alexa. You Spare go. me, please. I don't want to die in the mines. <laughs> <laughs> the mines? Yeah. Uh, so, but you well, should. That sucks, buddy. It does. I, well, I know, like, we were sitting we were sitting there, and, like, we literally looked up, and there was, like, five bubbles forming. I was like, yeah. how is this possible? Yeah. yeah. Y'all can't see it, because, shocker, this is this is audio. The audio, wow. But there's, like, a giant, basically, like a giant pop zit on our ceiling. So yeah. good. It's, the, it's about as gross as you can imagine that being. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, by uh, the way, if anybody else uh, out there in the audience hates popcorn ceilings, yeah. uh, let me just get another woo. Just give another woo okay, for ready? me. Okay, ready? One, yeah. two, two, three. three. Woo! Uh, I down hate with popcorn ceilings. I grew ceilings. up with a house that had popcorn ceilings, so I'm indifferent towards them. I just... Actually, I grew up on the top bunk of a bunk bed. With popcorn ceiling? Being the oh, larger yeah. child, despite being younger, yeah. with a popcorn ceiling, so, and would regularly wake up and smack my fucking face against the Dude, <laughs> against it hurts. The yeah, that stuff That sucks. explains all those scars on your forehead, oh, man. Oh, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just a mess. <laughs> Always wondered. Yeah. Looks oh, so rugged. God. Yeah. You handsome man. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. But, yeah, that's that's been my week. It's been rough, but uh, I've I've kept my head up. Above the water. Yeah. Uh, there's a we lot did of things. Some, we, we did, did some cool stuff. We did, we did some powwowing after the fact, after Shay left for his own safety. What the hell? <laughs> Why wasn't I here I, for I it? I forced it because I didn't yeah. want him to just, I didn't want that to be the end of the night. So, yeah, I, so was, we, I was, we hung out for a few extra minutes. And, I was prepared and to just go to sleep after that one. Yeah. Uh, go to sleep angry. So They we, couldn't even coax me out with uh, coffee and donuts. At so, 2 a.m. Yeah. That's so. how frustrated I was. Yep. Which is like, which is like your go-to for us is coffee yeah. and donuts. That's how I get you all out of the house. Yep. Couldn't all use right. your medicine against you. It's a, it's a bummer. Fight fire with fire. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Caffeine um, with caffeine and sugar. Yeah. Exactly. But you know what? At the end of the day, it's all okay. And yeah. hard drives are replaceable and ceilings are replaceable. Nobody died. Nobody, no one no, I know. Th- yeah, someone died. Nobody died. <laughs> someone died. Somewhere out there. And if it was you, how are you listening to this? <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Did they just answer to you? Is that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. John. You, oh, you're talking about. Okay. Um. There's a whole lot of nothing going on in my life right now. I feel you. <laughs> it's just wake up, go take care of my mom for a bit, and then go to work, and then come home and. And 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 hang, hang out with y'all, and then Heck repeat. Yeah. I'm in a I'm in a very much of a like a lull point in my life right now, which I'm not complaining about. My job is sick. My my personal life is doing pretty great. You That's know? good, dude. So, I got no complaints yeah. so far. Uh, what about you? I after we recorded the last episode, got ill. Oh <laughs> got yeah, you really did. Sick. Yeah. That sucked, <laughs> dude. I was like, ugh, all I want to do is, like, hang out with people. We're and, not talking like, about California ill, guys. No, like, oh God. like <laughs> I... <clears throat> We're talking I about the language that you're 
that your grandparents used. He <laughs> fell ill. I fell ill. Yeah. Then um, let's see. Yeah, I like was at work on Tuesday. And I was just like, ah, uh, like my nose. You know, like when you have like post nasal drip, like yeah. from your sinuses, and you could feel it. It's like a fountain in the back of your throat. Ooh. And then just I don't like, think I've ever had it that bad. Oh, but, dude, yeah. it sucks. And like, so like my throat hurt. It was like terrible. Um, and then my like, I would lean over. And my head felt like it was gonna explode, and my Ooh. nose was like dripping, just oh, straight water, no. just water the entire. It that's, was so gross. That's making and me I'm sniff. Like, yeah, yeah, it was so when you hook it up to a Brita filter and <laughs> no. make lemonade out of oh, the lemons. All right. okay. Oh god, we didn't need that. <laughs> um, but life then, could have been fine without that comment. <laughs> reduce, like, reuse, recycle, people. <laughs> <laughs> I then went the, home at like three p.m. I told my boss, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm going home. He's like, Nah, dude, you look like crap. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, you good? Go home. Oh <laughs> yeah. Take a nap. Um, something's going around in Mesa, Arizona. Um, Meth? Yeah. <laughs> For the most part, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I had to run into work this morning. My boss texted me and said, hey, three people called out oh, yeah, sick. Right. Dude, it's literally like we just dropped. We're For good. those of you that aren't from Arizona, um, we literally were steadily at somewhere between 100 to 90 degrees. Yeah. For, for about the past like month, maybe even warmer. And then literally, like, the atmosphere just changed. And oh, yeah. in the blink of an eye, it went from being, like, 80 degrees at night to now it's, like, 65 out right yeah, now. Yeah, man. It's, I had to change my great. deodorant. I had to switch to the to the, the humid stuff. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's I don't I don't get it. So that's why I mean, everybody's... I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Oh, I like, I like yeah. it not being in yeah. the triple digits on a daily basis. Yeah. yeah. I like being able to walk to my car and not to change shirts. Being that it's there. halfway through October... It should yeah. absolutely be yeah. sixty-five degrees. Hey, yeah. all right. We do live. We do live. Which means in we just get like an extra long spring. I mean, fall. Oh yeah, no, like winter here is like spring everywhere else, and it's awesome. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. But other than that, it's been pretty, pretty much the same old, same old. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. But yeah, but you're feeling better now. I'm feeling yeah. better. Yeah. I like slept 22 hours and yeah. like woke <laughs> up go. and I was like, wow, what year is that, it? That's been my like go-to response to anything medical. Like if I feel sick or like I've got a bad, bad migraine one day or whatever. For sure, for sure. I'll just be like, fuck it. I'm just going to force myself into like a coma and just sleep through this you and hope I'm okay has, when I wake up. You know what has sucked though? What? It's happened on multiple occasions now. Maybe it's because I suck at taking my meds and I should take my meds more. Uh-oh. But... um. I'll be like asleep and then I'll just wake up and like wake up into a panic attack. Oh yeah. I don't know if I told you like talked about you, that. you touched on it last week. Oh dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah I was yeah, like, about yeah. That. I was like, and what the like, hell? Why is going on? Cause you weren't taking your medicine. <laughs> I literally have no reason to be freaking out right now. Yeah. But I wasn't even having a bad dream. I just woke up. And See, I was like, and my chest hurts. I get that way. Like I'll have like an awful, terrible nightmare. And then just like immediately wake up and do a full blown like panic attack. Like yep. I can't steady my breathing. I'm freaking out. But I will have no memory of why. I'll just wake up knowing that something bad had happened or was going to happen for sure. Definitely totally wasn't a dream. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just like lie in bed or I'll sit in bed like just trying to keep myself from like hyperventilating. Yeah. And then I just go back to sleep and sleep for 10 more hours like I usually Heck do. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what else do you do? <laughs> Seriously. Right? God. Please help me. I so, have problems. 
let's let's look what at what else does one do? Not just John. <laughs> People are out there. You good? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's look at um, what we want to talk about today. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, um. So I know I brought it up, especially as we were like kind of conceptualizing the whole idea of the podcast because like we're all creative people. Um, yeah. Yeah. So a big thing for me is like <clears throat> overcoming things like performance and like, um, I don't know, just like being, being happy with your work, like performance anxiety and being happy with your yeah. work. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I, I want to kind of talk to you guys about that stuff, I guess. Yeah. Just like how it affects like your hobbies and work and stuff like that. Yeah. And all all yeah. ears. Yeah. For those of you who've never seen me in real life, I am comprised of all completely ears? of ears. Of ears. Just, just a walking ear. Yes. Yeah. They are rather nice ears, though. Let me tell All you. right, let's not let's not go down this rabbit hole <laughs> <of the> conversation, <laughs> please. Matt's trying so hard. Let's not, not to create lie. this eldritch monster of a of a Matt. You won't break me this time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I can definitely yeah. relate to that. Um, work and work is not always you know just your job. It is also your passions, your hobbies, and what you do. Um, it's also the stuff you do around the house and, um, you know, just responsibilities and goals that you set for yourself can all be defined as work. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, you know, so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. I know, um, especially like the thing that Shay mentioned, like performance anxiety. I have a lot to say about that and, uh, oh boy. We'll, we'll, we'll dig, dig all right into that. And, um, We'll see how it goes. Heck yeah. But uh, real it. quick, do you guys have anything like coming up that you guys want to talk about or anything that's uh, uh, it's happening a little down, really. down the line? Okay. Uh, I mean, Constellations, my band is like almost done with our EP. So. Oh, sick. <laughs> Check yeah. them out. Constellations, they're on Spotify. They're they're really, they're really good. Thanks, guys. I'm not just trying to boost your ego. Plug corner, plug blush. corner, plug yeah. corner. Also, let's talk about uh, Anchor FM some more. And hopefully, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Anchor um, FM, please since, give us money. Basically, yeah, we're a sellout for them now. So, yeah, if you want to toss oh some God. shekels our way, we'd really appreciate Literally, it. Literally, we've never had a conversation with anybody from this company. We're <laughs> right. just a bunch no. of jackasses. <laughs> right. So, like, hey. <laughs> Um, but but yeah, do we know you? you? And you're like, if they no, want. you do now. We know you. <laughs> you're about to. <laughs> Let me tell you. Um, but yeah. yeah, so that's awesome. You guys about to finish up the EP? Yeah, mm. yeah, we're about ready to do that and talking about you know booking tours and stuff. For if, next if you're year. at all a fan of like heavier music or metal or anything, give them a give them a check. It's, they're really good. It would be cool. We're pretty sick. I don't know. <laughs> it's like it's about performance anxiety. Yeah, he doesn't want to say good dude. things about his band. Dude, well, it's so funny because, like, this has taken two years, three, almost three years now, actually. Yeah, man. To, like, oh, yeah. put out this really? EP. Oh, yeah, damn. the first one was three songs and was released in April of 2017. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're now, yeah, we're almost approaching three years. Which is almost as long as I've known you. I know. It's mm. pretty insane. How... Side note, yeah. tangent time, Okay, as is becoming tradition. How did you guys actually meet? Because I don't know. Oh, oh man. what a story. Was um, it at the music shop? Or? It was. So I worked for I worked for a company um, 
out here in Phoenix. Um, I was uh, working at a music shop, and they hired on this uh, this kid named Shay. This and dweeb. Oh, yeah, you worked you know, for I didn't him. Know, I worked for him. Oh. I didn't know much about him. And, How have I never heard this? We, uh, we linked up pretty early on, and we're like, hey, we're pretty cool together. I think it was my second day I actually trained at your store. Yeah, I and, do like, remember that. Hung and out with you guys. I never knew That this. was really cool, and that's how, that's how I met Shay. And, uh, boy, he was actually just a solid rock in the middle of a very like tumultuous time in his life. He was just like handling it. So, uh, yeah, dude, that was, that was a crazy period. That was that, like, yeah, that always inspired me. And I was just like, this uh, is one of the guys I want to keep around in my life, no matter what happens. So, thanks, dude. so we ended up just All right. linking up and sticking it out. Well, that's cool. Yeah. It's been, it's really funny because it's one of those friendships now that like, even with you, John, like it's mm-hmm. like, we sit here and we have these conversations and stuff. And I feel like we've known each other literally our entire lives. Oh yeah. But like I've known you oh, yeah. for maybe for a couple months. Yeah. I mean, almost I mean, Matt and I have only really known each other for the year that we've been living together. Yeah. Like we met through, like I said last week, we met through a mutual friend of ours at work and like we hung out like once because I mean, well, okay. So no, we would hang out, at that mutual person's house whenever she'd be like throwing a party or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we would like, go to these parties because... Like neither of us ever exchanged info. We just like, we knew that if the other person happened to be going to that girl's party, yeah. it was going to be a good time. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd get the invite and they'd, they'd be like, John's coming. And I'm like, like, hell yeah, sick. I'm there. She would, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lindsay's this friend brother. She would ask me if I wanted to come over. Like she was getting, doing a get together, a little kickback. And I'd be like, all right, yes, yeah, sure. I'll be there. I'll bring some drinks. Uh, is Matt going to be there? She's That's like, I awesome. don't know. I'll call him. He's like, all right, you better because I'm not coming <laughs> over. <laughs> I, would, I would joke with her about that. And she's like, all right, fine. Shit. That's shit. awesome. And I had no idea. But so like, yeah, we met like, we'd hung out at those parties like two or three times. Yeah. And yeah. we we, sw- we swapped numbers and started texting back and forth. And he's like, hey, come out. I got a bar I want to go to. Come out and get a beer with me one of these nights. And I was like, all right, cool. Heck yeah, dude. And then he took us to the ostrich, which is this dope, like, underground speakeasy speakeasy cocktail bar fantastic um and we were just talking he was like yeah i'm looking to get a bigger apartment i don't know i'm kind of done with the one i'm in but i'm looking for i guess they're looking for roommates then because it costs more and i'm like oh well shit i really desperately want to move out of my mom's house (laughs) (laughs) and so so he did and and you're kind of cool so let's start looking for apartments together and almost a year later now here we are yeah, it's and we're just now having maintenance issues with our apartment. Yeah, it's been a great experience yeah. all the way around. And honestly, like I think John's definitely like <gasps> the best roommate I've ever had. I love um, getting compliments. Love that. Shower me with compliments. We shower me with 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 well with just deserved compliments. <laughs> we, now speaking of just deserved things, I have to do. I, I have to do say. Oh, I do okay. have to say. Oh, oh, he got it out. I would actually. You did it. You know. What are you, what are you saying? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, hi Rochelle. We have we have oh, someone yeah, sitting in. Oh yeah, actually, right she's sitting here quiet. We have our uh, our friend Rochelle who is stranded here because she can't drive. Um, sitting in the corner while we record all this, so she has to wait for one of us to yeah give her a ride home. Yep. Yeah, but we want thanks to for sticking it out. So thanks for just chilling quietly in the corner of our kitchen. <laughs> she gives us thumbs up. Yeah, our first. Mm. Our first live studio guest. Yeah, our first who uh, is not going to actually be part of the episode. <laughs> hey, Matt. Hey, what? Have you watched Ola England before? 
Um, a little bit. You know, like the Will It Chug series. Yeah, yeah. It's got the paying that. friend for his like Patreon support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got our paying friend right hey. here. <laughs> there we go. Oh man. Anyways, so that's kind of. I I'm glad we actually talked about that because last week we really didn't talk about how we all met each other. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah I feel like yeah, that was a missed opportunity. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. We we caught up now. So yeah. All right. So I guess let's start with things like actual like career. Like struggles, like, like yeah, okay. yeah. Cool. Or, like, I don't like I, paycheck I don't gaining work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you want to go ahead and start us off, someone? No. Okay. I mean, I've got so I have the I have more to say about this than I do like it affecting hobbies or like my passions or anything. Yeah. Uh, because I I got over that part. Like I mentioned last last week, I did theater in senior year. That like flipped the switch and got me over like being proud of work that I do and like performance anxiety and stuff. Like I still I still get anxious like like any normal sane person would. Mm-hmm. But as far as like the animations that I make or the drawings that I do, it's like I'm not worried about what people are gonna think about them. You know, I like, I've you. just I've 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 grown past that. Luckily, um, I know a lot of you out there haven't, but keep trucking away. You're whatever you're making is awesome, and I'm not just BSing you on that. Um, but. I do have a good bit of experience with dealing with it as far as like a career job goes. Yeah. Um, before I got this job as a security guard down in Chandler, I used to work for <laughs> I used to work for Starbucks out of the Sky Harbor Airport here in Phoenix. Okay. And it was just this. It was my first job, so it was obviously it was a throwaway, nothing job that was just soul sucking. I was a glorified janitor, basically just cleaning up and taking out trash and stocking security shelves. clearance. Yeah, with enough security clearance to go and and literally kick the landing gear of a of a 747 if I wanted to. Nice. That's a whole other convers- topic for conversation. But that job, <laughs> like, man, I mean, typical management didn't give a crap about me or anybody really. Like, middle management was just there for their own gain, and like some of the crews I worked with, like the other baristas and like workers at the actual restaurants, were cool. But it's just it drained on me, and I stuck it out there for like three years holy crap three and a half years just because um the pay was fine because i was still living at home i was only making like 10 bucks an hour but still i didn't have rent or bills or car insurance or anything yet so Mm. um and the benefits there were actually like amazing yeah it was crazy good like i i was able to go to the mayo clinic for my primary care physician like they they treated you right with that but the work was just soul sucking um but so i during that period of my life, I was dealing with a lot. Um, I was dealing with a lot of issues with my then girlfriend and with missing home and all my friends and not knowing anybody out here and, and the, the relationship that I was in was long distance. And it was just a very tumultuous time of my, in my life. Um, and so I dealt with mental health affecting my work a lot back then. Yeah. Um, so much sure. the, Yeah. So much so to the point where I would just take like whole days or even like two sometimes three days off of work really i would just accept the pay loss or like i would clock in any sick time that i had extra mm-hmm. that i didn't that i wasn't like saving for a vacation or for emergencies right and i would just i would just you know fuck off for the day and i'd go and drive like i talked about it last week and i would just pick a direction and go drive yeah and it got to a point where i was doing that like more often than it's like excusable for mm-hmm. i guess um, and I'd started to, to develop a bad habit with the two in that on those days, I didn't really feel like interacting with anybody. 
So it's not like I would, because I was still living with my mom. Right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just tell her like, "Hey, I'm not going to work today. I'm just going to stay in," because then she'd, she'd get on me about it because yeah. she's a mom. She's supposed to. So I would go as far as to get up in the morning like I'm going to work, get dressed, get my uniform on, grab my badge, and leave and like say goodbye to her and everything. Uh-huh. And then I would go because I, I was up at four like four thirty in the morning to go do a morning shift there. So like it was still dark out. There was there was nothing going on. I couldn't really go anywhere. So I would drive to the airport, park in the cell phone lot, and just lean my chair back and sleep for like three or four hours in my car. Really? Yeah, because mm. just I did, I did not, I couldn't bring myself to go to work, and I didn't want to have to deal with explaining things to my mom at home. So I would just go there and sleep for like three or four hours, wake up when the sun was up, and then I'd go, I'd go for a drive or whatever, or I'd go walk around a mall and see a movie, or I'd find something else to do. But uh, I'd, I'd been doing that a little too often before I realized that it was an it was an actual issue, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you know. Yeah, I think oftentimes we like fall into these patterns of behavior, just yeah. something that we do to uh, kind of preserve ourselves in the moment, and then we get to the point where we're just like, man, this really like this feels way better than going to work and yeah. like being in a shitty mood. I'm just gonna do this as often as I can. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was falling into the picking the easy route instead of toughing through what I needed to do. Well, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. There's but a lot I mean, to be said about taking a mental health day. Yeah, but Super see, I, I had taken it past that, though. Yeah. I was using the excuse of I was taking a me day. Yeah. But I I'd started to rely on that, so it was a little much. And then, do you have, like, so was it, I know you say, like, it's just, like, the soul-sucking work. Was that, like pretty much everything that just made you so it was that was like half of it that was like a good like the main chunk of it but the rest of it was i was going to a community college full-time at the time too Oh, okay and i was also starting to take care of my mom not as much as i do now because it was before um she had her accident she was in a car accident a couple years ago um but she's she has like chronic issues that she's always dealt with or that she's dealt with over the past couple years and I was just now kind of learning about it and having to step up as like an adult and like help her out with stuff and like take her places and do whatever. So just, it was a lot all happening at once. Yeah. And then, like I said before, dealing with missing friends and then the relationship I was in and all that stuff. So it was just, right. I took all that stress and focused it on the airport job because Mm -hmm. I couldn't skip school because of one of the grades. And it's not like I could just skip out on my mom because she needed my help. Right. Although I, ended up doing that by lying to her and, and, and taking those days. But so I, I, I put it all on the work and then made excuses and whatever. Yeah, mm. I get you. Yeah, mm. and that all, like, that was, like, that was, like, the first domino in the train that, like, led to me just walking out of that job a couple months later. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, if you're not, if you feel like you're not valued. Oh, or, no, I wasn't at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I would, ha- the only way I could get a manager, either middle management or upper to actually talk to me about anything revol- involving my job mm-hmm. was it have to I'd have to track them down in person and go find them yeah like they they would go out of the way to ignore my texts and they wouldn't call they would never call me back um, Great. but the moment they needed something they would text me or call me and like and oh, harass me of course yeah. yeah of course not even like, well we could have avoided these issues if you'd have listened to me the first time around or even acknowledge what I was saying but now I have to yeah. deal with it so whatever. yeah if, I mean yeah. Once, especially when you have an organization that big oh yeah it's it's hard to feel noticed. Oh yeah, I mean, I yeah, it, it, it's not definitely wasn't like a career building job. Right. Although I knew some people there who were trying to make it. There was an old guy there who'd worked 
as a barista at that airport for like 13 years. Holy yeah. Shit. Like, that can yeah. be a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> but so, I mean, I eventually kind of had a, had a moment of clarity and I realized what I was doing wrong and worked to fix it. And then I decided that one day I was like, all right, I've had enough of this. And I just finished the day like usual and then clocked out and never clocked back in. There it was. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't leave tactfully or with any sort of like grace, but, uh, they didn't deserve it anyways. So yeah, dude, no, seriously, if you're not being valued or anything like that, then there's no, there's no point in tr- attempting. I feel like to like, yeah, stick it out. And there's like, also just like, especially with those, those nothing early on, like early life jobs. There's a, there are a dime a dozen. Yeah. There's a million yeah. out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Like Absolutely. I think that, I think that's why I stuck with it for as long as I did, because going into the job market, like you grow up hearing how, or at least when, when we were all relatively growing up, how like impossible it is to find jobs and how like you have to go to college. Right. And, like, oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, we're like, definitely like, sold on. I was caught in, in, in between like my parents still wanting me to go to the store and talk to them and ask if they were interviewing mm-hmm. and getting a paper application and them all then just saying basically like, no, you, what are you doing here? It's all online. Yeah. yeah. Go Dude, home. Literally. It's interesting actually. So, um, just, as a young guy who had to find a job to take care of some stuff, um, you know, I asked my dad how I did it. <laughs> yeah. And that was it. It was, you got to dress up, you got to get your nice shirt on, you got to oh, iron yeah. it, and you got to throw your tie on, and you just print out like. Walk into that McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> print out a stack of resumes yeah. and just knock, knock on Ooh, every door. A stack of resumes on like cardstock in nice manila Oh, yeah. It had to like, be resume yeah. paper. You had to look like you were, you were, you were going to be a lawyer for them or oh, something yeah. going Yeah, in. no lie. And the, the, the name of the game was find a shopping strip and just go door to door. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Drop off their resumes. And, uh, I got a lot of jobs that in that way. Yeah. Um, well, cause he like, yeah, I, I guess the point from reaches did like, if anybody's out there, who's like kind of younger and they're, they're looking at getting their first job, uh, don't freak out about it. And if you find out that if you do get a job in the place you're working at, you really just can't stand like emotionally. Um, don't be afraid to quit and or like find another job. Yeah, don't, I mean, be, don't be afraid to start looking for another job first. Like, don't just don't do what I did. Don't yeah. quit before finding a new job. I don't think it was any coincidence that all the guys that hired me from that method were like older than my dad. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know, I just think it it just resonated with how they were looking for a job, and yeah. I was probably the first kid in a while to do that. And they thought, oh, yeah, oh hey, caught their attention. You know, yeah. this is yeah. this is how I did my job hunts, and so they would hire me on based on that. Um, but yeah, the first like young guy that hired me, younger guy, was from an online application, and I didn't meet mm-hmm. him until my first day of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so that's just kind of the stuff that I dealt with. But once I kind of worked through that that hump uh, and got out of that place, like it's it's that's improved good. drastically. Now, mm-hmm. again, I'm gonna I'm gonna emphasize this again clearly. If you are out there in a job that you can't stand and you do want to quit, find a new job first. Yeah. Like, get your resume back out there, update it, get interviews scheduled, get something lined up, and then put in your two weeks or or then do your walkout or whatever. I mean, if you're in danger. Well, I mean, yeah. Or in a... a, Yeah, if there's any underlying circumstances or if it's like a special case, that's fine. But as a general, like, you know, as a general bit of advice just understand that there's there's fallout to situations like that i was prepared to do it i had like two grand saved up for for as my my squirreled away oh shit money and i lived off that for like a month yeah about a month two thousand dollars goes by very quickly when it's all you have to live off of 
Yeah, um, for sure. And you're not making any more money on top of it. So Agreed. Uh, I was lucky in that I had that planned out, but just err on the side of caution and make sure you're all set up before you leave. But yeah. absolutely leave. Don't put up with it. You're worth more than that. So Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. So that's my that's my spiel about it. But I'm doing fine now. I love my current job in that it's ridiculously easy and I have a lot of free time to to, to learn about a whole bunch of new stuff with animation and whatnot. That's awesome. Because... Ninety percent of the job is staying awake, and ten percent is watching cameras. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's about it for me, really. Okay, Heck yeah, you. for sure. Yeah. Well, um, I'm actually kind of interested to uh, to hear what Mr. Shea has to say. Yeah, about oh, work because his his job's probably the least conventional of all of ours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually I don't know exactly what you do. I, I don't know, you, I know exactly you work at what the church. I do. That's the secret, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I work at a church. Uh, it's really funny because now, like, I did the whole, you know, like, my first job, I worked at Cold Stone. Oh, and, like, boy. Dude, I was racking, like, 30 bucks in tips a night. Hey. I was killing it. There you, you go, go, brother. It was there you sick. Go. Yeah, I did that, and then I worked with Matt at the music store yeah. and stuff. I was I there for st- a little I bit. I still can't believe I didn't know about that. But all Yeah, right. yeah, that was that was crazy. I'm actually going to kind of start there because, like... Do it. I That was the first, like, retail job that I've ever... Well, that was, like, yeah. my first actual job, I yeah, guess. You know? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had to go through, like, a long hiring process and a long training process. Yeah. and You weren't just slanging cream on the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's terrible uh, okay. oh my goodness uh but yeah so um i started i got hired there and like it was it was very kind of refreshing because like oh i'm a musician actually, yeah. i know how to do music stuff it was like, what you were interested in yeah 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 exactly so I kind of went through all that and and started moving my way up like it was a good career opportunity and stuff or uh, like i I started working part-time mostly. Um, mm-hmm. I was only looking to do part-time stuff because I was also running a recording studio f- like full-time oh, at that okay. point. Um, and then I got offered a position to move to full-time at Matt's store because nice. yeah. he was managing. And so I made that move over there and, um, that was pretty like that was awesome i loved working with that like that staff i loved working with most of the staffs like everyone it's funny like the only like friends i have here now are from the music shop yeah yeah like it was you and shay and and uh rusty there for a while and um paul and just people like that yeah they're all just like that's their like that correlation point yeah. is the is the music shop. Yeah, it's really funny. It, it was kind of like this big. I don't know. It it felt like a big family at times, and then it also felt like a big like high school like oh, gossip yeah. drama. Oh, yeah, bull I mean, crap. I I yeah. could write uh, a teen drama novel about the the crap that went on at the airport. Oh yeah, yeah dude. amongst grown like. 40 yeah. to 40 50 year old some odd people literally you are grown ass adults yeah. right. <laughs> and you'll always find that like no matter what oh, job oh, yeah. you have no. well yeah it, dude it persists because it's how some people stay successful mm-hmm. is fair. just stay mm-hmm. on fair. top of it and you know i mean it's it's a model that's effective and you know in in high school when we grow up and learn how to interact with other people on more than just like a 
you know, formal basis where we're just like following a script. High school is where you just like really branch out and start finding yourself a lot. Um, and so those clicks form and you know, that doesn't change. I think that's just like a very, uh, persistent part of, uh, of culture. Yeah. Right now is, is, you know, if, if you're not defined, um, I think, I think the Japanese have, have a phrase about it where it says, um, the nail that sticks out gets the hammer. Mm. Um, so, you know, like if, if you, if you don't like conform to a certain degree, um, and stuff like that, someone will make you conform. Yeah. Someone, (laughs) someone will come in and like, they'll find your place in that whole social circle. And, uh, you know, it's, it's tough to rise above that sometime. I'll talk a little bit about that later. Yeah. But, um, cool. But yeah, so started working with Matt and stuff. Uh, and shortly before actually I started working with Matt, I went on vacation with my girlfriend. We went and saw Warp Tour in, uh, nice. Yeah. That'd be fun. In Ventura, California. Ooh. So it wasn't 180. I have no degrees. idea where that is. Uh, it's not the northern not as hot region. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. exactly. It was actually Warp Tour was like on the beach. Oh, okay. So that was sick. Nice. Um, saw, bunch of really sick bands and stuff oh, but rip warped tour yeah rest in peace but i was oh, is um, it not no yeah. that was, was the last that? year oh last one i if, if the audience can't tell i don't follow music all that much <laughs> i just yeah. listen to it but yeah so i did that and um this was right around the same time that my grandfather uh, my mom's dad was starting to get really sick so oh, uh my sophomore year of high school he was diagnosed with lung cancer uh turns out he had had it for like 20 years prior oh, no wow. one like told him yeah um, they just hadn't detected it or i don't know if they hadn't detected it or if they told him and he didn't tell us or if oh, they didn't man. tell him or what happened That's a whole mess. but yeah it was it was a mess so um i was driving home from california and my mom calls and she's like hey where are you i was like we just got onto the i-10 um, kind of like in Phoenix, we're yeah, like almost, yeah. almost home. And I was like, I'm probably maybe like 50 minutes until I'm getting home. She was like, grandpa's blood sugar has spiked so high that he's like hallucinating and a bunch of other stuff like was incoherent and his legs were all like swollen and oh, like man. all sorts of stuff. And his kidneys were failing. So they were taking him to the hospital. Oh, I was like, all right, I'll oh, come, geez. I'll come see you, you know, I'll come hang out in a little bit. So I get home and my grandpa went home and everything was like fine. And, uh, then I started, I took that full time position and stuff. And yeah, yeah. Right in the middle of all that. Um, Jeez, I remember man. talking to Shay at work and I'm just like, how you holding up? And he just goes, uh, you know, things are, you know, things are the way they are. And then he'd just kind of like, he'd catch me up on it. Like all the stuff that happened that day. Yeah. You know? It was like, why, why that day when I'm already like, I was driving home like yeah. seven yeah. hours. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, well, it's, I mean, we kind of talked about that when, when the, the ceiling almost caved in from the, from the water oh, upstairs. Yeah. It's just like, why? The universe just has days where it's like, all right, I've got some catching up to do. <laughs> yeah. And it's just going to, it's just going to rain all over your shit for like yeah. the whole 24 Dude. hours. So that was, which, I which, if I may. Yeah. Like, 
I don't think there's some cosmic force that's just like stacking up all the shit marbles to drop on you one day. <laughs> I um, mean, at this point in my life, I'm kind of convinced. Yeah, but I just, you know, the the way I I work through that is, um, you know, it, it's just as easy for you know good luck to stack up like that. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it's bad sometimes, and sometimes it's super good. Just keep yeah. your eye out for those good days. That's fair. Because they're out there. So, yeah, no, totally. And, like, so in in the midst of all of this, I was, like, doing all right anxiety-wise because, like, at that point I was almost a year on Lexapro at that point. Okay. So I was, like, pretty pretty well, you know. Thankfully, Lexapro doesn't make you feel any different right away does it just like suppress the negative stuff or? pretty much yeah okay. so well, so that, what that's cool what it is for me especially is it helps get rid of the physical like symptoms of my anxiety so like the chest pains gotcha fast okay. heart rate and so so at that point once i'm not worried about oh my god my chest hurts yeah, or like you're i'm not, dying you're not thinking your heart's about to pop i can then think about it as a more like uh like I don't know, it's like a psychiatric level. So like, yeah, I can sit there and be like, okay, let's look at this. Like from a, a cognitive aspect, like how can I change my thinking to fix this? And whatever. yeah, yeah. So it that, gives you that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's awesome. So at that point, everything was like, all right, anxiety wise. And then this kind of was the start of a very long downhill yeah. part. So like, so I've been working a lot and like the, the bands that I was working with at the time, they kept like, shafting me on either money or time or a mixture of the two yeah and so i would go and i'd work an eight hour day and have 40 minutes of like commute yeah and then come home to do a session for another four or five hours and then the band wouldn't even show up and for like three hours and then I'm like, dude, what the... F- yeah, like, they, they get there, there's an hour left, and you can't do anything in that Well, time. yeah, no, and then they're like, okay, let's do the five-hour session. I'm yeah. like, bro, you were three hours late. Yeah, we got two. I have yeah. to be to work tomorrow at 9 a.m. Yeah. Like, so it's like, yeah, that whole thing, it started to just, like, wear me out. And then my grandpa's health just, ca- like, kept getting worse and worse and worse mm-hmm. and worse. It would get better, and it would get worse and worse and worse. Yeah, just and have then, ups and downs. At one point, um, we had family come in, like his, his family came up, um, and we were like eating lunch and he had like, my grandma had made like BLT sandwiches or whatever. And he, at that point, like couldn't stand up on his own. And so we were like hanging out and like trying to have a conversation with him was tough. And he was really like shaky and stuff Mm, and so he like went to hold the sandwich and like couldn't hold it so it like spilled all over him and it was like rough i was like dude this just sucks and then like he had said that he needed to go to the bathroom so my grandma like walked into the bathroom and like next thing you know i'm like standing there by the hallway and i hear her scream and like i need you to come in here like i need help and so i run into the bathroom and he had slipped and was halfway wedged between the toilet and the bathtub and my grandma oh, couldn't man. lift him up, so I like had to like help lift him up and like sit him down. And at that point, I was like, "Holy shit! Yeah. Like what? What just happened?" Yeah. And so that was like, "All right, I know that that things aren't gonna be good." Yeah, it's it's know? crazy yeah. how real things can get. Yeah, literally in like yeah. a matter of like fifteen minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe three or four days later, we had he he asked for his like 
his sister to come up and he hadn't talked to his sister in like a couple years like she came up and visited from nebraska his brother and his wife like he was just trying to reach all of yeah. our family we had this massive family reunion and here's what sucked the most oh boy. i actually just remembered my mom two years prior to that had booked a vacation for a month oh, man. to go to alaska with every single like all of my little brothers, my stepdad, everybody, right? So my mom, her dad is like falling apart and she's not here for it. So then my mom, when she left, she sits me down and she's like crying. She's a mess, right? And she sits me down and she hands me this letter and she's like, if I'm not back in time, you have to read this to oh, grandpa. No. Oh my God. And I'm like, man, sick. Yeah. Sick. Awesome. Because that, that yeah, that's absolutely something you put on your kid. I was like, well, I no, I, I don't want to sound like like no, she I mean, I, was okay, wrong not, not by to, doing that. Not to trash talk her. It's just like yeah, that's a lot. No, it, it was definitely with. it was definitely like tough. So I was like house sitting, and Matt came over and stayed with me a couple nights and stuff, and like watched my dogs and stuff. It was yeah. like yeah, I it was sick. Days. But like just to sit there and like every day wake up and walk out into the kitchen to get a glass of water and see this note that says for dad, yeah. like sitting on my counter was a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I have all this going on and like we have mom's gone, you know, mom's in Alaska and we have this like family reunion and um, we're all hanging out and everything's like fun. My dad came over, my, my stepmom came over. We all had dinner my grandpa was like sitting in his chair and was having like a really good night and like he could talk and everything. And was, we were all having conversations and laughing and telling stories. And I brought over my recording stuff and guitars and like oh, cool. all sorts of stuff and just like hung out. And like, we all like hung out for a couple hours and everybody, you know, like at the end of the night, they were like giving each other hugs and kisses and saying, you know, good night and stuff. They were like all going to come over the next morning or whatever, but everybody leaves and I was like, all right, pop, I'm, uh, I'm going to head out now too. I got to work in the morning or whatever. I was like, I love you. And, uh, he was like, Hey, can you play another song? I was like, sure. He's like, I just want you to play some more. So I sat down with my acoustic and I was like sitting next to him. And, uh, my grandpa used to sing me when I was little, he used to sing, you are my sunshine. And like so, every good parent on God's green earth. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. So like, um, I sat there and I was like, oh, dude, I figured out how to play this. Like, oh. check this out. Oh, and so I started playing it for him. You're and then make me cry over here. Next thing you know, Grandpa just starts bawling. Oh, and here we he go. he is bawling. And then I, because so what happens with Lexapro is you don't feel emotion. Like, oh, shit. You get rid of the bad, but also like you can't, you can't be like sad. Like when yeah, you need to be sad. It just sad. suppresses that. So yeah. I hadn't cried in two years at that point. Oh my God. So I'm like sitting there and my grandpa's like bawling. I'm like, grandpa, why are you crying? I'm going to be here tomorrow. Like everything's going to be fine. Don't freak out. And he's just like crying. And then I started sobbing uncontrollably. And I'm like, oh my God, this is the worst. Yeah. And then he was like, you know, whatever. And so I then went home and at that moment, I like laid in bed that night. And I remember I was texting my friend. I was like, this just fucking sucks, dude. Yeah. Yeah. To just yeah. sit there and like watch this, and then there's nothing you can do. Yeah, like it it sucked. And then my mom's like gone, and yeah. like my yeah. that ah oh, dude, it just sucks. So and that, all this, yeah, 
all and then of you that went to was work going in the yeah, morning. And all then that. you went to work. Go to work. Everything's shop. like cool, you know. And then you like, had to do with somebody not knowing what amp to get or whatever. Yeah, jeez, yeah. man. Make you know, jeez. make my sales or whatever. And then, sure enough, my mom comes back home. Like, maybe we have another like normal week or whatever. And then my grandpa's back in the hospital. Yeah, and like it just like went went bad. Right? Oh, and I remember those weeks just working <laughs> Dude, with you. It was so bad. Like I would text Matt, and I was like, "I'm so sorry, but I need to take like the next three days off." Yeah, yeah. and like, and there was never any question about it. It was yeah. yeah. Thank was you like, for that, <laughs> dude. Go, I mean, I was treated in the same way um, by a previous employer of mine, where no matter what, it's just like, hey, take care of yourself, take care of your family. The job thing, like, whatever, it's gonna be here when you get back. But like, so that that was imparted on me at a at a young age and. You know, I was glad I was able to kind of provide the same for someone. Dude, yeah. So. No, seriously, it was so helpful. Like, especially at that time, because so we were all, we're all in the hospital. We we're essentially, like, counting down the hours at that point. Yeah. And um, th- my grandpa's a very religious person, uh, which is kind of the reason I started working at the church. Okay. Um, because... I struggled a lot with my faith and I still do. I feel like that's pretty par for the course for any, like any believer, mm-hmm. you know, like you, you always are doubting, yeah. but, um, my grandpa, he never once really like, he never showed any sort of like doubt. And like, he, it's going to sound crazy, but like, he like talked to God. Okay. So like what, like just a very brief, interruption of this story with another story is like when i was born like they had to induce my mom into a c-section the doctor went to pop my mom's water stabbed my mom so my lungs filled with blood oh and like i was i like my heart stopped beating like i couldn't breathe basically when i came out i was like black like totally gray like black Gotcha. Like yeah. purple. It was gross. Jeez, and man. so like anytime my mom or the doctor would have their hand on my head, my heart would beat. But as soon as they let go, my heart would stop. Jeez. Oh, wow. So everyone was like, he's gone. Glad you're here. Thanks. Dude. I'm really yeah. glad you're here. <laughs> yeah. You may like, I'm glad bro. this story has a happy here's, ending. <laughs> here's the weird thing is everyone. This is like a very polarizing point in my family's, I guess. So like, yeah, my dad's side of the family was very much like, how the fuck could God let uh, let yeah, this happen? They They're the, gonna take they that my my only grandson. Yeah. So they pretty much all rode off. My dad's busy getting hammered, like shit faced, yeah. out in the parking lot, mm-hmm. and then like comes back in, and my mom's like drugged out of her mind because of all the painkillers or whatever. Yeah. Like from the, the yeah, that spinal tap, man, dude. Yeah. So it's just, it was like a, a shit show, and then my grandpa literally walked away. Like for maybe three, not even, it was like 30 minutes okay. and then came back. You were counting <laughs> while you were, oh, uh, I, I, yes. Just absolutely. came out with the, with the stopwatch. Like, yo, <laughs> you got 30 minutes, brother. <laughs> hey, yo. hey, pops. <laughs> I could use a hand here. <laughs> he comes, Sorry. Oh, dude. Just trying to light the mood. Just, no. just, just a little. It helps. Just a little it bit. Helps. It helps. <laughs> we were talking about our jobs. Right? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so he comes back and he's like, Hey, there's no need to worry. Like I yeah. talk, I yeah. talk to God and, and he says, everything's going to be fine. 
like there's no no reason to worry okay, and like yeah. they had reached out and like my mom and whatever had like called to some family back in nebraska and like this whole church had like a candlelight vigil or whatever oh wow and the next thing you know the next morning my lungs are like crystal clear like i look totally fine my, like i would i was born with like a murmur the next morning it was gone like okay. all of this stuff was it was crazy and so at that point we're kind of like how how can you not believe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like me being a teenager living in a society that oh, being a yeah. Christian is like not exactly no, the coolest it's, thing. It's, it's not at all. Yeah. Like, right. you, you know, like society starts to like, like change you. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. like seeing all of this, I kind of fell into that almost that same spot. But my grandpa the entire time wasn't losing his faith. Yeah. And so we're sitting there at the hospital and my grandpa, he would like he would be laying there and would fall asleep. Right. He, he would fall asleep about every, it started off probably like once an hour and then we're back to him in the hospital hospital now. Sorry. Yeah. We're back to him in the hospital. Like, so he would fall asleep about every hour and then he would wake up. And when he would wake up, he'd be like, (gasps) (coughs) and like crazy like that. And so we're like, what, like, are you okay? Like, how right. can we help you? Like, what's going on? Do you need medicine? Like, how can we fix this? Yeah. And he's like, no, like, there's, there's nothing you can do at this point. Essentially, is like what the conversation he, was. Yeah, he'd signed off. At that well, point. what he was saying is he, every time that he would fall asleep, he was essentially like going, he had met with God. Okay. Like, he had met with Jesus and yeah. essentially had already like had already been judged and he knew he was fine. Like yeah. okay. what yeah, he had done was he knew, like, he knew it was all good. Yeah. yeah. So hmm. he, at that point had a choice to where he could, there's, there's, and there's a bunch of other people who have claimed they've had this. Kind oh of yeah. No, it's, it's a fairly common thing. There's like, you, like in Coco where there's like the bridge between the afterlife and like here. So I actually mm-hmm. have never seen that movie. It's really good. Yeah. It's really check, good. Check it out. Pretty good. So movie. essentially that's like a Coco. Give us money. Please. Well, I, I understand the premise of it. <laughs> Pixar yeah. sponsor us. Yeah. Pixar. Oh God. Ma- make a, How make a movie about sued. us. Right. No, no. Um, but yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah. He was, yeah, so, was kind of like dipping back and forth. So yeah, yeah. So there's like this thing. And so he would, we, my mom finally got to the hospital at that point. She, she had been home, finally made it to the hospital. And so she's sitting there and she's like, so when you fall asleep, where are you going? And he was like, well, it's, it's paradise. It's the most beautiful park I've ever seen. Like, it's amazing. Everything's so peaceful. And she's like, why do you keep coming back then? He's like, because I don't want to leave you guys. Like it was that whole no. kind of like. Because I got thing. people here still. Yeah. And so it was that whole thing. And essentially at that point, he had said like he had been judged and he had to make up for all the times that he had sinned. So every time he was falling asleep he was kind of reliving all of these moments where he had oh. like, you know, done wrong to people or whatever. Huh, and oh. so he would wake up and would be crying and would say like, ow, 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 like whatever, like he was hurting. And so we're like, can we get you? Like, how can we fix this? He's like, no, it isn't a physical pain. It's a spiritual pain. Like, it's like, I wronged you. I feel so bad for it, you know? And so like he would fall asleep and would wake up and be like, I'm a liar. I'm a liar. Blah, 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 blah. Like this whole thing. And wow. it just went through this whole this whole thing, and so that's interesting. Essentially, kind of leading up to the end, he started he started counting. He was like just twenty two more times. Jesus. And so, 
like he would fall asleep and would wake up and then he would be like 21 and so my mom's like sitting there at like the foot of the bed and like watching the clock because he was like by this time it was like 2 p.m okay it's like by this time tomorrow i'm gonna go and so my mom's like watching the clock and i come back the next day did he call it and we're getting there sorry and so we're don't read ahead yeah (laughs) so we're sitting there and like he's like down like seven six five whatever so he stops and then he just puts his hands up right he's like like 170 people 170 people said yes and then he just starts chanting and he starts yelling it in the church or the church wow in the hospital room he's like raising his hands like getting stoked and i'm like holding his hand and he's like squeezing my hand super tight (laughs) my grandpa used to work for like um sunrise acres like children's home kind of thing so Mm. it was like he was saying he had saved like he would he had Uh, brought seven 170 some odd people to like the gospel to be saved okay yeah and so it was like he was having these victories and he was so proud and like so excited and whatever and uh <laughs> i remember you telling me about yeah that. dude it was it was crazy it was the craziest thing i've ever seen <laughs> bear in mind he told me this at work <laughs> he's <laughs> yeah. still going to work at this point yeah and so we're sitting there <laughs> and telling his relatively new manager <laughs> yeah and all i'm just going like, on Bro, Why you are you here? <laughs> <laughs> and so Bro, I'm like, go. dude, I'm, we're like sitting there and uh, he falls asleep and it's me and everyone's there. Like my uncle, his girlfriend, my mom, my stepdad, my yeah. little brothers, whole the whole thing. Everybody's yeah. there. And uh, he had my little brothers were going to their dad. So they came in and hugged him and he told them how proud he was and like how much he loved them. Yeah. Right. And then they went off and, uh, and so we're all sitting there hanging out, you know, and, and then grandpa falls asleep and he wakes back up and he's like, all right, why are you guys still here? <laughs> he's like, go home. You don't need to be here. Oh, like what's what's going to happen right now? Like you none of you need to be here for it. I'm fine. I'm fine. You guys need to, like, take care of yourselves. Oh, OK. And so he's like going on. And he's like, I'm, I'm fine. Like, everything's cool. It's my time. Like, I'm going to go. Yeah, he he was content with it. He just didn't want y'all to be a part of it. He's like, literally, I'm going to go right now. Yeah. And so he, like, grabs my grandma and is like, I love you so much. Like, I raised this family with you, blah, 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 blah. See you in a bit. Yeah, gave gave the whole thing. Grab my uncle, apologize for whatever crazy beef they've had for the past, like, 20 years. Yeah. Right. Grab my mom, said how proud of her she was, or, yeah, like, all of that stuff. And then grabs me. And I'm a bawling, bubble, like, babbling. Oh, yeah, you're a mess by point. this point. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and so. Nice alliteration. Thank you. Uh, it's what happens when you work at a church. Pastors do that a lot. So they do. They yeah. just adapt that. Um, so you're like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, he grabs onto me. And then he's like, stop fighting. Just stop fighting. And then he tells me how proud he is of me and how much he loves me. And at that point, I was like, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be here for this. I need a nap. Yep. So I go home. I was totally expecting him to go. Comes home the next day. What the yeah. fuck? What? Yeah, comes home the next day. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Sitting there. I'm like at work. Everything's cool. Like, hey, grandpa's home. He's having conversations with people. My uncle's like shaving him. Like, it's what like a whole deal. Fuck? And so like we're all hanging out and stuff. And my birthday was that Wednesday. Yep. <laughs> and I'm at work. 
and like we're all just hanging out and stuff and my mom's like hey we should go see grandpa after we get dinner tonight i was like okay cool I'm getting so, worn out from hearing this. I know. Story. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm getting emotionally drained from hearing yeah, this. Dude. No, not a sorry thing. But uh, we, so we go and we get dinner or whatever. And uh, my mom tells me at dinner, she said like w- that morning she was sitting there, and my grandpa was like sitting in his bed, and uh, his cell phone alarm goes off. He had set a reminder that it was my birthday. Oh. And so his phone starts. Beep, 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 beep. He's like, what was that? And my mom's like, oh, it's your, your phone. And grandma's like, it's the reminder you said. It's Shay's birthday. And my grandpa's like, today's Shay's birthday. And my mom's like, yeah, yeah, he turned 20. Like, he's, he's turning 20 today. And he's like, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Th- this isn't going to work. This, this isn't going to work at all. Uh, hold on one second. He just closes his eyes, right? And he goes, he's like, God, there's been a change of plans. Today is not going to work. I shit you not. He went the next day. Yep. I shit you really? not. Really? Went I the next that. day. Yeah. It was insane. Damn. Absolutely like, insane. He's like, yep. all right, you're cool and all, but go fuck yourself. I got to be here for another 24 <laughs> <He's> hours. Like, <laughs> we cool and all, but I got shit. I got one more thing to do. Yeah. Postpone. <laughs> yeah. Literally, we went to dinner. I like came home. That's awesome. Hung out with my grandpa. I was like, all right, I'll see you tomorrow. He's like, all right, cool. Like hung out with Cure all day. We went out, got dinner. It was like nine thirty, ten yeah. o'clock at that point. I was like, "Oh, it's probably too late to go see Grandpa again." Yeah, I'll just catch him in the morning. I fell asleep. Meanwhile, he's sitting there lifting weights, fucking bench press. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I'm literally like, I was. I went to bed. I was like sleeping on the couch at that point. I didn't have my room, and uh, the phone rings, and my my dad calls, or my dad runs out, and he's like, "Hey, he's gone." Oh, shit. And uh, went over there and sat down and he was like still in bed and they were like if you want to go say goodbye like now's the time to do it and so i sat there and held his hand and like thought every moment that he was gonna breathe again or like grab my hand my grandpa used to do this thing where he would like he would like squeeze my hand like really funny like you just go and like squeeze my hand yeah i was like waiting for him to do it but of course like yeah um yeah so i mean damn to, he so, made sure that he made sure that that he got you in there at the end. Yeah. So. Thank you. Sorry for both the very of you guys long, for sharing the long by thing. By the way, that's so that's kind of what sparked my whole. I don't know. It made me really depressed for like a year. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. Yeah. My grandpa. Holy crap! My grandpa was like <laughs> the dude who like he like made me a drum kit out of like coffee cans when I was like <laughs> really yeah man and like he took me to my first drum he was a pretty he was a pretty and, top and all the while dude. He all was, the while if I may interject and I don't mean to just like drag yeah, it back to this yeah because Matt's still here by the way it's not uh, just me and Jason no here. I'm waiting my turn it's cool uh, but literally like all the while work's ramping up we're going through our busy season we're asking more and more of our people and then our boss decides I think Shay should manage a store. <laughs> yeah. Oh so my So then I became a manager. God. Started managing. What? <laughs> uh, and then at yeah. that point. You like, know what this kid needs? More on his plate. And I'm like, he literally just asked me to decrease back to part time. I think we should wait on this. Yeah. Now that you wouldn't be a good manager. That boss was like, nope, we're going for it. Oh my God. So yeah, I became a manager, did that whole thing. Smash cut to like 
a little while later. Yeah. <laughs> Shea put in his two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> why did he do that? It was like two months. I think I, I, I stuck it out. Why? And then, yeah. Hey, you stuck it out for two months you longer did than it I for two homeless. Uh, and then yeah, I literally I got accepted to work as an intern at the church. I basically mm-hmm. needed so six hundred dollars so, a month to pay for rent at yeah. the studio. Did mm-hmm. you? Were you like a member of that parish beforehand, or like how did you find that spot? Oh, it's not like a parish. <laughs> yeah, you Catholic boy. Yeah. It's all I know. <laughs> uh, so no, yeah. I'm sorry. So my grandparents, like my grandpa, and my grandma on my mom's side, have been going for a very long time because oh, it's okay. right around so, the corner. So your, of their your family's house. familiar with the church. Yeah, okay. I'd been years prior, but yeah. the pastor that they had at the time wasn't like my thing. Like gotcha. he was kind of. I feel that you'll talk to a lot of the people that attend that church and yeah. they'll be like the, it was a rough patch. Like no, like, like we, I mean, Matt dutifully mentioned that I'm a good little Catholic boy. We had like a mainstay priest growing up when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And then it got to the point where I was in like my, like kind of mid teens yeah. where he just got too old to do it. And he yeah. went to hospice and then they, right. brought, they brought this new schmuck in. Sorry. I don't mean to There's... insult your father. You were actually pretty cool. But, uh, uh, like he was like the gossiping point of all like the old ladies. They're like, they just, yeah. didn't, cause he was too oh, young. He exactly. was like in his thirties. Exactly. Like, he, they they, they oh, just boy. didn't like it. Cause he wasn't, he wasn't Monsignor Hogan, but yes, yeah, no. So I get what you're saying with that. Yeah. So, so he all wasn't of that experienced enough in the world. Clearly not. Yeah. So now, I mean like with work, I mean, so I basically, I do web design for them. I do lighting design. I okay. do stage design. I play drums on the weekends. I do security in the evenings. Um, I pick up deliveries. I yeah, do all around office stuff yeah, like you're, you're their stuff. like handyman kind of. So yeah, they call I an administrative assistant. Yeah, there you go. Professional that'll work. Yeah, so so arena all that. and it gets a little tough. Like, World and you deal with with sketchy dudes checking out the doors. And yeah. Well, my main like job is to record a translation of our English sermon to Spanish. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so because I'm the dude who went to recording school, I nice. get to do that job. Yes, but, yeah, yes, so. but I literally never would have, I never thought of working in ministry. And then when my grandpa was like, stop fighting. Like, I was like, what does that like, what does that mean? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I, I figured the only thing that it could possibly mean was like, I've been fighting my faith and like trying to believe for so long that like he was like, just stop. You know, you want to like yeah. follow this. Like yeah. why, why are you fighting mm-hmm. it so hard? And so, so at that would... point, go ahead. No, I was like, at that point, it's time to, to take the leap, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so just during all of that, mm-hmm. I always kind of just, you know, I didn't really know what to say because we worked together. And it's just like, you know. It's a tough spot to be put in on your end, too. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I actually found it very easy. Um, and that was I stayed the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Do not get involved. And I minded my own patient, P's and Q's. Well, not like no, yeah, put them in a box and yeah. ship them off to crazy town. But it was just more of like whatever space this guy needs right now like it's whatever i'm gonna make sure he can still pay his bills i'm gonna make sure that he has something that he can do if like if you need something to take your mind off of what's going on hell yeah like throw me on something at work like that's what i like to do sometimes and you know totally shit i just remember i just remember that that period of of work 
um, I felt kind of not responsible for for you at the time, mm-hmm. but I knew that um, you know I knew that that we as a store could afford to give you like all the space you needed, and so yeah. it wasn't well, a matter you know, of just like worker. yeah. He was worth it. Seriously, like... Well, beyond that, just, like, I think as a person, you know, uh, people deserve... Matt, it's corporate. Yeah. Humanity has nothing to do with it. Uh, That's actually No wonder y'all don't work there anymore. I'll I'll talk a little bit about that when it's my turn, but, like, that's... We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, the (laughs) last thing I kind of want to say is, like, it's funny now that I work in ministry, like, I say it all the time. I have never worked with people, aside from, like, you... But you like, like genuinely enjoyed being with. Well, no, like as a as an organization that genuinely care about your well being. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you go to to work and everyone's like, "How was your weekend?" Oh, cool. Hey, you need to hit your sales like yeah. quota or whatever. Like at, at the church, it's like, "Hey, you all right?" What like, you been up to? Yeah. Tell, oh, oh, tell me about it. Or like, What's I got about? I started yeah. getting really anxious, and then my boss is like, "Hey, let's go get lunch." And then sits me down and he's like, so what, what's going on? Yeah. And then we like have these conversations, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's nice. Like anybody who's like looking to find something like job wise, I'm not going to say like work at a church because definitely ministry isn't for everybody. He doesn't want his job right. market flooded guys. No, <laughs> dude, literally we need help. So if anybody <laughs> wants to come help on Sundays, you're more than welcome. Um, um, but yeah, like, seriously find a company that's like gonna care about you you know like that's that's a big thing anyways matt oh sure thank you thank you for the time and also again thank both of you for sharing because i know those aren't easy topics i mean if if the pilot episode is any is any indication yeah Yeah. any indication of how much we're willing willing to share on this little show we've got going yeah to bounce back on that uh whole situation with shay um you know, talking about like find the organization that respects you. Um, sometimes it's difficult, and some of you people may be in a position where you're doing a job that you have to do to keep those bills paid. You know, um, I get that, and uh, I will actually talk a little bit about that now. Um, but yeah, you know, if if you are out there looking for a job kind of just keep an eye out because your employers can end up being some people that really do care and business is business at the end of the day but if if your employers are willing to give you the space and willing to work with you on your own mental health that is worth so much more than you know like obviously make sure you can survive on your income but uh, I took uh, a pay cut from where I originally wanted to be um, to stay with the company that I'm with now simply because of the merits of my employers. They're very good, yeah. caring people, and um, that's super rare to me. And yeah, they're so, all very, like, top-notch guys. I met them at yeah. the one that party we went to. Yeah, John's been to a couple of our, our work functions and parties and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah. So, I guess I can go ahead and talk about my period at um, at the same company that uh, Shay and I met at. So, it's a national company, and we 
I started my time at that company because at the time I was working in a call center and I was just kind of kind of getting tired of doing you know the same old thing over and over and over again and it got really old so I decided my a buddy of mine started working for this company and he was just like they're still looking to hire I said shoot it'd be cool to work with him so I applied I ended up getting hired at a different store um it ended up being like really far away from work or from where I lived uh work actually most of the time that I lived in Texas this is back when I lived in Texas most of my jobs were like 45 minutes away from where I lived that's insane it's I know crazy. that feeling. And at the same time, I was like, oh, yeah, that's normal. Yeah. That was me in high school. I lived, yeah. a, I lived a half hour away from my high school. Yeah. It's just like, it's what you do. When you live in Texas, you drive really long distances yeah. to work for someone. Never mind the businesses around my home that could have probably used help. But, hey, I wasn't thinking about that. That would have made sense, Matthew. You know, I was thinking about... <laughs> <laughs> the next paycheck, you know, I was thinking about uh, what's going to happen when I, you know, like this is how you grow, right? As a young professional is you work at one job and then somebody offers you a dollar more. So you jump ship at the first job to go work hey. at the next job. And then somebody else offers you another dollar more and so on and so forth until. And then you become disgruntled like every other adult in functioning society. <laughs> um, I, I, I considered myself. Fairly ungruntled. <laughs> That's a new word. Oh, at the right. time, I was uh, Webster, I was where really you sick at? of it. But I, you know, I kind of thought the same way that Shay did. I was just like, oh, I'm gonna work in music, and like this is awesome. I'm I'm a musician, and like I'm gonna work around musicians, and I'm gonna work. <laughs> Pardon me, I'm gonna work for <laughs> musicians. It is uh, to just for some context. It is like one thirty in the yeah, morning. Sorry here about for that, us. guys. Just, apologies for the yawning. Um, but yeah, so. I started with this company and there was a lot of growth opportunity and that's when I was just like, okay, cool growth. I like that uh, career, something I should be thinking about at this age. So I started working there and I worked there for a long time. Yeah. How and long were you of, there? Well, I did, I did about three years with them. Nice. Uh, a long time. I say hey, three um, years is a long time. Yeah. Yeah, felt like an eternity for, at the airport for at me. At this time, yeah, at this age. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I kind of encountered the same thing that Shay did, even, uh, you know, two states away, where it was just like this really high school-y thing. And a lot, of, a lot of that was because this company, you know, was hiring a lot of band kids out of high school and college. Yeah. Because... Oh, yeah. Absolute it's, suckers. It's... Well, not, not just that, but like that's... That's the demographic you're selling to. That's how yeah. GameStop almost got me for my first job. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll go work and sell video games. And then I Googled reviews for working in GameStop. Yeah. And the entire universe was like, you don't want to work here. Don't do that. Don't, <laughs> literally nobody liked that. Hey, if you're working for GameStop and you're having a good time, awesome. Awesome. Great. Just know that you're one of few. Yeah. The um, lucky few. But anyway, I was promised a lot of growth and where I was mentally like with, um, you know, in my life, my dad had a lot to do with that. And just mentioning just like, Hey, you need to start finding a career cause you're not in college and you don't have a degree. So you need to put in the work with a company now and just start dick, young, just stay there. Yeah. 
and, or start your own business and be your own boss. So, because that's so easy. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Um, sorry, I'm a very chronological person. So, thanks for sticking around for story time with Uncle Matt, guys. <laughs> there we go. So, he's the oldest one here. So. Yeah. I, you know, I, I took that lesson to heart and I started working at this music store and I heard a lot of talk about potential for growth. They ran. Huh. They ran their company at a store level as businesses run offices. There were monthly meetings. Um, numbers were discussed a lot. Um, stats, tracking, stuff like that. Very important stuff. And, you know, they're not the only company that does that. It's a successful business model for a lot of businesses, so they do that. Um, so I started looking for growth. And they said, we're not hiring in Texas for management right now. Um, things were going on with my family where um, it was possible that we were going to have to move my grandmother out to live with my mother, who lived in Arizona at the time. And so I decided to move to Arizona to possibly prepare for that and also because Arizona happened to be in growth with this company so i thought two birds one stone let's go um, nice and i did yeah. you know i mean that was one of the many reasons i moved there was you know and there was a dozen reasons to not move but at the end of the day i had to like bite the bullet and make this leap for the myself. universe just couldn't resist drawing us all together or something yeah, yeah. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know something like that so i started working um for the same company in a new state um and eventually we i moved up and it took a little while but i you know i finally got there and um mentally speaking i was i was in a position where i was like yeah this is what it looks like this is what you're supposed to be doing um why do i still feel bad right <laughs> yeah it's like, but i'm doing everything right um and i wasn't I'll, I'll be the no, first but at that to admit point, like, that. You, you're convinced that you are. You know, I um, I knew I was, you know, taking shortcuts or just, like, not doing the job to the best of my abilities. I was tired. Um, a big symptom of what's affecting me is I get really tired. I get very sleepy, and I sleep a lot. I'm going to give then, a big old uh, retweet of that one. <laughs> yeah. And then I stay up till 4 a.m. because hey. of the insomnia. Recording podcasts yeah. with your friends. And I mean, we'll get to that because <laughs> I've, I've structured my life around this setup that I know that I have. Um, but anyway, you know, I started working this this job and a big part of it was the schedule for me. I was, you know opening one day, closing the next, do a mid-shift here, do a split-shift there. Um, then you're going to close and open the next morning, and so you're going to get, you know, like two hours of sleep because when I get home, I can't sleep. Um, but I have to be up at the store at 8 a.m., so, you know, um, don't sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or just no, pass out, good. and then the alarm wakes you up, and you're scrambling. So, um, but, you know, at this point, again, Mentally speaking, I was, you know, not really sure of this place, this this company, this lifestyle. But 
I was still just like following this directive that was set in front of me. And I, I just, I knew that I needed to do this. And so I stuck with it and it ended up forming some very like tentative relationships with people, friendships and, um, you know, I don't, I, I wouldn't say like I blame a poor mental state on like those relationships and friendships like falling apart. I would say like, I kind of blame my absenteeism just like emotionally speaking. I'm not always like charged enough to like be around people. Um, well, yeah. You know. I think we all do with that to a certain extent. Yeah. Uh, being in sales like my entire life kind of told myself, hey, you're an extrovert. You talk to people. You can do that for hours and hours and hours. And you can talk about one subject for just, you can just keep going. I must be an extrovert because I love to talk to people so much. Ah, uh, yes. The infamous, the infamous lie to yourself until it's true ta- <laughs> uh, tactic. Yeah. Um, well, no, I mean, I don't think I was lying to myself. I just like, I heard the words introvert, extrovert, didn't look into any of them. Like somebody, I was just like, what do those words mean? Oh, if you're this, if you're an introvert, you don't like to talk to people. And if you're an extrovert, you like to be around people. I was like, cool. I'm an extrovert. Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I love me some alone time, <laughs> um, and I like to be around myself. Um, I didn't always like myself, and I figured if I'm going to spend this much time alone, I need to like start liking myself. You might as well figure out how to put up with yourself. Holy shit, that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> I'm like, guys, if y'all want the three-hour solo Matt special, yeah. let's talk. <laughs> um, Patreon exclusive. But since we don't have, <laughs> uh, since we don't have three hours for me to just talk about myself, I will condense things. Um, I ended up, the schedule ended up just really tearing me up. Um, I stopped going to work on time. I stopped being available at all times for you know emergency purposes i was in a dynamic with an employer who spoke a lot about respect um, but in actions showed very little of it and i also did not respect them Uh, it's not a one-sided thing and it's not something that you know is just like all one person's fault. And so I definitely like lost a lot of respect for the people that were really taking care of me. Um, financially speaking, I didn't really have a lot of struggle with that. Um, and you know, I, (laughs) it's hard to like give a shit when your body is like running on fumes. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, like, I like, once you hit e, once you hit E, it's just you just don't yeah. give a shit about anything. Yeah, it's hard, and it, you know it hurt a lot to kind of like be removed from that environment. But at the end of the day, it's what was best. And um, it can be I, a big old relief too. Sometimes it was. It was a relief. Um, bit of a scary one, but still. Yeah. And so I, you know, I had a lot to think about in that time. Um, I had just signed a new lease with a new roommate. Hey, John. (laughs) Hey, yo, what's up? And um, (laughs) I had actually gone (laughs) through some just, like, really, like, 
tumultuous, if I may borrow a word from John earlier, um, periods with like some friends I had just like we had disagreements about just like real, real trivial. Some of them are real trivial shit. Yeah. Some were trivial. Some were like monumental. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And you know, at the end of the day, I, I learned a valuable lesson and that was to really like one of the things that I struggled with at this company was like maintaining professionalism because you're burned out, you're tired, you're understaffed. The company won't allow you to hire more people. Um, they won't in give fact, you enough time to do the stuff that you need to do. Yeah, there's not yeah. enough. There's not enough hours in the day. There's not enough staff in the store, and there's not enough money to hire more people. Right. Um, and it sounds like a failing business. Yeah. Um, this business is not failing. <laughs> growing in fact and just some greedy people doing some shady stuff well i wouldn't even say shady i mean every every industry has its shade but you know they're they were making calls and i'm i'm i don't have a fucking degree in this shit like i don't know what the best course of action for a business is so i you know and (laughs) when i worked there i made my opinions known oh that was that was no that was no well, that's, that's just your personality too yeah like if you have something you're gonna say you're gonna you're gonna say it um first to admit i was just straight like talking about stuff i had no idea about but like again i'm just like exhausted i'm emotionally charged and i hear some bad news that ticks me off and i just like fly off the handle and just like start talking about stuff yeah um but anyway um staying above the drama to kind of go back to something that both of you guys talked about, uh, Shay, you know, you talked about a little about the, the high school kind of feel, mm-hmm. uh, John, you talked about that at your work too. And, uh, something I learned from that position is that it's everywhere. It doesn't matter Dude. how, Oh yeah. Seriously. No, yeah. Absolutely. There's no age barrier. There's no positional barrier. I, heard about just the, the the stories that our boss would tell us my bosses are the manager above the manager would mm-hmm. tell us about just stuff they'd overhear or stuff that was in emails and just like the head office like yeah the head head corporate people office. talk like, oh yeah people Dude, talk it oh all trickles God. down well no like we had <clears throat> we had like this click of middle managers at the airport like there yeah. was like five of them and like the youngest one of them was like mid thirties and the oldest mm-hmm. was like fifty. And they would regularly like like talk during just out in the open during the busy work days. Yeah. About like when they were gonna go partying next and, and right. like, like drama stuff that happened and like, oh so and so said this or so and so did that or hey, did you end up blowing that guy from the party? Oh you did. Oh okay. Jeez. And then they Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, I mean That's no, insane. it's fine. And it's like it's like they're they're grown no supposedly here. professional adults. Yeah. At least that was my understanding going in fresh out of high school. You yeah, have right? to be like, uh, you know, professional, yeah. courteous, and, and, and not talk about that stuff. And in this front of business, customers, like, you know, just, just the company, and I mean the people, the company, really just kind of like broke down that barrier in my mind that, you know, oh, you got to put in, you know, I again, I was, I was putting in the work at this company. And um, I was just like, oh, man, if this is what it's like, like, why even try? Yeah. Um, here's the thing. I could have very easily made a career out of that business if I had done one simple thing 
just ignore it. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to ignore when it's kind of just such a, a Oh yeah. A well, I feel like you have thing in your our face direct, the entire our, time. Yeah, and our direct yeah. employer um was in her like own stress bubble and was just charged to fly off the handle about who knows what at any given time. And you're only a product of your environment, right? Like Yeah. The stress that they put on everyone was affecting us. And I let it get the best of me and it ended up like going very poorly. Mm. But even after I left that business, you know, I still I kinda came out with a different mindset. Um, and that was <laughs> Like it's not gonna change. This is everywhere. Like yeah. everyone's got it. It was yeah. the same. It was one of the reasons I left the call center that I was with previous to work at the music company because that call center was just as clicky and just as you know concerned about keeping up appearances, and nobody was there to work. It felt like you know. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is like there's people that are working. Obviously, the company's are turning a profit. Obviously mm-hmm. there's people that are working. You get bogged down in all that like gossipy like Bullshit. shit. Yeah. And you're going to get stuck. Oh yeah. And I got stuck <laughs> because I got more concerned with, you know, like how how my coworkers felt about me rather than the job I was doing. Yeah. Um and so it came down to it. I needed a job. I needed to pay some bills. Um I was going, we live in Mesa. There are call centers on every corner here. Literally, Call centers and uh, loan writers or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, like, the name of the game is just getting a call center if you need to pay your bills. And that's what I was prepared to do. And I was just so distraught over it because I was just like, man, I was a manager. I was in charge of something. I had a team that I built from the ground up. We spent a year there learning about each other and bouncing ideas off each other and just like learning how to work together. And all of a sudden, boom, it's gone. That crushed me. And I was just not in a position mentally to handle that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, this happened shortly after we moved in together. Yeah, it and did. And like, even barely really knowing you all that much at the time, like it was still apparent that you yeah, were going through Yeah, it was shit. just like this, it, it, it shook my whole world because yeah. again, like I was saying, my whole idea of like success in business came from this idea of just like get in on the ground floor and work your way up mm-hmm. and the company will take care of you if you're a good worker. True sometimes, not all the time. Not all the time. No. But and I'm not saying like that they didn't take care of me. Yeah. I didn't take care of myself in a lot of ways. Well, um, I mean, and with that, I, I do feel like in order to really, like, recognize that and start taking care of yourself, you do have to go through it. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of... <laughs> a lot of that drama followed me out of that job. And, yeah. you know, it got to the point where I was just like... Who are these people? Like these <laughs> these are not my friends. Like yeah. why am I fighting to keep this around me? Yeah, once that work dynamic fell away. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like these people aren't paying my bills. Right. These people aren't putting food on my table. Why am I so concerned about 
how they view me. And and furthermore, why are they still talking about me? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. You know. Except um, for Shay. You kept Shay around. <laughs> so. Thanks. You know, it got to this point where I was just like, screw it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, if I have to reset my career, so like, be it. so be it. And if I have to reset, like, my whole social circle, because that's all the people I knew. I moved to Arizona with zero friends here. Hey. And uh, I met, like, some dope-ass people. But, like, for the most part, like, that was my social circle. And I thought that I needed a social circle because you need to network when mm-hmm. you're a professional. And you need to, you know... And also humans are social beings. Yeah, and we're social beings. But like I, I can I can operate with a couple of good friends rather than well, I mean, like, dozens of less than good friends. And I mean like after taking that like big of a hit, you're you're right back up where you were, like just with this new company. Well, I mean that's you know, that's like, the thing like, is, like you've established like a new crew, you've got a new dynamic going and Yeah. Yeah. And, and you and know to stay on top of the, the drama BS. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that was like the biggest thing that I that I took away is um like don't shit where you eat. Yeah. Don't literally don't cause problems for yourself that are undue. Um because at the end of the day, like this is a place where like you're going to feed yourself. Yeah. I'm not there to you know i'm not there to feed my neighbor i would yeah. if i had to you know I, yeah. if i can afford to well, you're not there over you're, you're not I'll, there out of the goodness of your heart you're there to get a paycheck yeah yeah exactly you know like if i can take care of you i'd love to and that's really where i find joy in a management position because at the end of the day did i see myself in my dream position being like management at an office no nah, man, I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to be a painter, an illustrator. I wanted to do all kinds of stuff as a kid. And I never saw myself like, oh yeah, I want to run a company and like make millions of dollars. Sure, it'd be nice, but at the end of the day, I I find more like energy in like 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 I find energy for the for the job in aspects of the job being a manager means that i can take care of someone yeah you know when shay was in need of time off take all the time you need bro i'll show up at the store like i'll cover your shifts i'll get somebody else to cover your shifts like i can do that you know if somebody needs something i would like to be able to provide and so that's what's attractive about this position to me that i'm in now is that it allows me to do that um and i feel like i've found a better culture but i don't think i don't think it has anything to do with like the company i work for i think it has a lot to do with how i've matured and learned to suss out what's important yeah um my new boss was talking to me uh about you know there's some inner office politics going on and he, we were just like downstairs talking one day and he just goes all of that is just so small. He's like, is that going to affect you like a week from now? Right. And I'm like, no, it won't. (laughs) It doesn't matter if somebody's claiming credit for your work. It doesn't matter if somebody's being passive aggressive. It doesn't matter if someone's coming in and, you know, 
pretending to be more in charge than they are. None of that matters. Right. If you know what you're there for. And what I learned to do is define what I'm there for. I'm there to take care of my bills. I'm there to, you know, generate some savings and like build a future. And I'm not there to like, it's great to be friends with, with your coworkers. I think that's an awesome position to be in. I ain't here to make friends. <laughs> I have made friends, but you know, they're I, just a cool little, it wasn't like, like your goal. Like yeah. You're, you're out. They're yeah, a cool exactly. little side effect of it. My, yeah. my work is not my social life anymore. Yeah. My social life is way healthier because of that. And I've never, I've never had to rely on someone I work next to for my mental well being, And that's what really makes me feel good. That's awesome. About where I am right now is I can go to work and at the end of the day, when I clock out, unless the, like, unless three people call out sick and uh, you need me there right now don't, don't bother yeah, me yeah, don't about me. the little stuff yeah i don't want to get a call about oh this guy said this and did you hear him say that and like you know i'm like who are you are you are you my boss no you're just like calling to gossip leave me alone is the building on fire no cool yeah. see you tomorrow <laughs> if the building's on fire great we get a new office hey. like, <laughs> <laughs> everything's insured guys hey. it's a victimless crime <laughs> um i said crime don't burn places <laughs> down don't do it it's not it's not cool not cool not, it's not cool not very cash money not very cash money oh my um, god but yeah um Going into like the next topic, how are we on time? I was actually going to say this should definitely be our first series. We're just about ninety-seven minutes now. Okay, Man. cool. Yeah, awesome. I think that's a good that's a good well, wrapping point for the first part of this. Then join us next week as we talk about the effects of mental health and our well-being and how it affects our other types of work. We're talking about hobbies. We're talking about interests. We're talking about passion. Housework. We're also talking about finding what you want to do with your life. If it's not, you know, if your job is what you want to do with your life, hell yeah. Nailed it. Good for you. I'm jealous. If something else is what you want to do with your life, we're going to talk about how to build a healthy balance between that and what you have to do to make sure that you're taken care of and to make sure those bills are paid. Heck yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, Anybody have any? Thanks uh, so much. Um, for tuning in for our, our second, or I guess our first, whatever, yeah, first episode. real episode, first real yeah, full episode, sure. episode one, baby. Okay. Yeah. One more time. Everybody rub your left knee okay. on three, All one, right, well, two, three, do I, a little rub. I'm doing that I right rub now. the mic. Very nice. Sick. Very nice. Uh, that's who knows how many people it's, it's around late. the world <laughs> just late. rub their left knee. Tens, tens of tens them. of people. Again, full circle. We're back to the beginning. Seriously now. though. Um, thank you guys for checking it out again. Um, where can uh, find us on Instagram, Gmail? Go. We definitely should. Yeah, we got Yahoo. We're gonna get on that social media game yeah, real talk quick. Talk about so. it. Um, we are Limewire. searching for podcasts at gmail.com. Drop us a line. Tell us what you think. Talk to us. Um, yeah, we got We got to jump on an Instagram account. I don't think we actually have one. Not Shay, yet. what's your Instagram? My Instagram is at Constations. So is my Twitter. Yeah. All right, find them in. Uh, I just have an Instagram because I don't like other social media, but you can find me at callsign underscore Goliath. Um, I just post a bunch of random stuff there, so it'll be fun. Check me out. Shoot me a message, whatever. 
And you can find me on Instagram only. It's my only social media. Nice. That is another stupid hipster with underscores between the words. Another underscore stupid underscore hipster. Or find me on the streets. There it hey. is. There it is. Coming back for round two. <laughs> All right. Have a great All rest right. of your week. Have, have a good, have a good whatever time of day or night it is for you guys. Uh, call your mom and dad. Call your mom and dad, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. See you Fuck later. Yeah.